listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, coming to you live from Tasmania, right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am, you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. Learn how to study the Bible more effectively, get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going, and experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Carmelina Bacchino, and today it is myself and Jason Cook for the program today. Uh, hello, Jason. Hello, Carmelina. <laughs> we usually welcome the person who's presenting for these um, for it, these it, programs, it, but it doesn't make sense for me to welcome you to your own studio. It sort of seems, seems strange, yes, doesn't it? it does. Uh, <laughs> when we're here again yeah. together. So once again, we find ourselves uh, doing the program together. But hey, it's a fun time, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> It, uh, we did have uh, another presenter lined up, but she was unable to do it today. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, in the near future, we'll we'll have Natalie back with us. So um, yeah. yeah, today today is Good Friday, and uh, it's it's this time called Easter. Now I'm yes. going to ask you, what does it mean to you? What does Easter mean to you, Carmelina? To me, um, well. Easter is like any other holiday, really. So um, with me and my family, we liked to have any excuse to celebrate. So we love to cook and, and have a like big like holidays. Feed. We do. <laughs> Everyone loves a holiday. Time off work. It's yeah. a great time. I mean, we're working, but <laughs> it's, it's, a good, it's a good job um, doing this sort of stuff. But yeah, time off work. And it also means um, yeah, hanging out with family, eating a lot of food, falling into a coma, that sort of uh, process of things and <laughs> the chocolate side of things now that I'm an adult is less exciting but um the my little cousins and my nephews and um my nieces really enjoy it so I tr- guess I buy it for them now mm. <laughs> and for myself what about you Jason I, I do remember as a young child yeah. <laughs> um, we didn't have a lot of chocolate as as a young oh, uh, as a young kid out. but uh, but we did I think at Easter time um, my grandparents used to give us uh, chocolate, you know, oh, yes. chocolate bunnies or whatever. So you can that, trust was, the that was something we we looked forward to. But yes. um, yeah, for me, you know, I'm really conscious of the fact that there's so many um, symbols and and origins of of Easter that are connected with uh, sort of pagan festivals and pagan ideas. And so, um, for me, as I get older, I guess. Easter really uh, is about focusing on the real meaning mm. behind it all and the fact that uh, even the time period of Easter is not necessarily the time of the Passover that um, was the actual time of the crucifixion of Christ and the resurrection. Mm. So, But, uh, yeah, for me, I'd like to try to refocus and uh, focus on the original um, the the ministry and the service of Christ and the sacrifice of Christ uh, at the time of the Passover, back uh, when He was here. Mm. So that's uh, that's what it means to me. And of course, uh, there's always a, a special service that happens um, yes. normally at Easter time, which is which is a nice thing as well. And uh, I know you are involved in that tomorrow as yes. well as myself yes, uh, at our local church at uh, Rosney Church. So. Shout out, um, Rosney. Woo. It'll be a nice service, hopefully. And, yeah, it'll be a good time. Uh, special time to remember what Christ has done for us. Speaking of remember, we have past episodes of Connecting the Dots that you can go check out on the Faith FM app or the Faith FM website. You can find them all under the Connecting the Dots uh, program. So because it is the two of us and... Um, 
We've decided this was a last minute minute program (laughs) Program. and today is Good Friday. Mm. We have decided to title this program The Crucifixion and Resurrection of Christ. We Mm. decided that, you know what, let's go through the story of what happened that day. Perhaps not many people have actually read it from beginning to end and so we thought it was a good idea to do that. And of course this is set in the context or just after Jesus had shared this meal with his disciples Mm. um, at the, the Passover time. And um, he had demonstrated his servanthood. He'd washed his disciples' feet. Mm. There'd been some discussions. He'd predicted that Judas would betray him. Mm. And uh, that was that very evening. He predicted that Peter would deny him before the cock crows twice, mm. I think, was the was the prediction, that before the cock crows twice, he would deny uh, Christ three times. And then, uh, of course, Jesus had been arrested. There was a there was a really interesting little thing where, during the arrest of of Christ, Peter uh, picks cut up a sword and cut off the ear of ear. one of the uh, soldiers. And and Christ says, "Hey, hang on, stop this. Yeah. This is not the point." And he put the ear back on and healed it. Yeah, you know, that would have been a fascinating thing to witness what a thing as well. To see, yeah. And and what about the impact on that soldier? You know, yeah, that, that Christ actually, even while he was being arrested, he still healed. Um, this man, so I think mm. that's really powerful. Um, towards the end, I'm hoping that we'll have time to read Isaiah 53 because that's mm. uh, so pertinent to this story as well. But um, there's also, you know, a lot of prophetic elements that we'll touch on today that that were fulfilled during this period in yeah. this this story that we're going to read today. And one of those prophecies was that Christ would be sold for 30 pieces of silver. Mm. Um, that's alluded to in Jeremiah and, and Zechariah, um, Jeremiah 32 and Zechariah 11. And uh, we're going to start there with our reading this morning. So if I could get <clears> you to read Matthew 27, this is uh, just after Judas has portrayed Jesus, and that's where we're beginning the story. Lovely. And this is verse 3 to 10. We're reading out of the New Living Translation today. When Judas, who betrayed him, realized that Jesus had been condemned to die, he was filled with remorse. So he took the 30 pieces of silver back to the leading priests and the elders. I have sinned, he declared, for I have betrayed an innocent man. What do we care? They retorted. That's your problem. Then Judas threw the silver coins on the t- in the temple and went out and hung and hanged himself. And then do yeah, you... no, keep going. Yep, sorry, sorry. Yep. <laughs> three to ten. The leading priests picked up the coins. It wouldn't be right to put this money in the temple treasury, they said, since it was payment for murder. After some di- some discussion, they finally decided to buy the potter's field, and they made it into a cemetery for foreigners. That is why the field is still called the field of blood. This fulfilled the prophecy of Jeremiah that says, They took the 30 pieces of silver, the price at which he was valued by the people of Israel, and purchased the potter's field as the Lord directed. Mm. Wow, that's, that, that's a pretty obvious prophecy right there. Yeah, there's this connection with the with the potter and mm. uh, the 30 pieces of silver. And uh, so we're going to continue reading on, but it's interesting, isn't it, that the that uh, in the temple they they even recognized that this was money for murder yeah you know it was it was payment for murder even and that's, they were the ones who paid them exactly yeah <laughs> it's uh it was like a paid assassin yeah. <laughs> a, a job almost it wasn't an assassination but it was yeah. a 
it was certainly murder. Mm. Let's keep reading now. Um, now, Jesus was taken through to the high priests. First mm. of all, there was two levels of trial. They had to go through the Jewish uh, system, the Jewish legal system, yeah. and then the uh, Roman system. So now we're before the uh, the high council. Mm. Um, it says uh, in Mark, we're reading from Mark, and we're mixing it up between the Gospels today. Yes. Um, we're picking all of the story out of different Gospels to make sure we cover the whole thing. Mm. So we're in Mark now. And we're reading from verse 53. It says, They took Jesus to the high priest's home where the leading priests, the elders, and the teachers of religious law had gathered. Meanwhile, Peter followed him at a distance and went right into the high, court's, uh, high priest's courtyard. There he sat with the guards, warming himself by the fire. Inside, the leading priests and the entire high council were trying to find evidence against Jesus so they could put him to death, but they couldn't find any. Many false witnesses spoke against him, but they contradicted each other. Finally, some men stood up and gave this false testimony. We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with human hands, and in three days I will build another made without human hands. But even then they didn't get their story straight. Then the high priest stood up before the others and asked Jesus, Well, aren't you going to answer these charges? What do you have to say for yourself? But Jesus was silent and made no reply. Then the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am. And that's in our Bible, it's capitalized as I am, which is the mm. Old Testament, the I am. Really meaning, and they would have known what that meaning was, mm. that uh, he's referring to God. And you will see that the Son of Man seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothing to show his horror and said, Why do we need other witnesses? You have all heard this blasphemy. What is your verdict? Guilty, they all cried. He deserves to die. Mm. Then some of them began to spit at him, and they blindfolded him and beat him with their fists. Prophesy to us, they jeered, and the guards slapped him as they took him away. Mm. And uh, then it goes on with Peter's denial. Of, we've just got enough time to read that. Would you like yes. to read the next little passage there? Sure thing. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Peter was in the country, country yard below. One of the servant the girls. Courtyard. The courtyard. Yeah. For some reason I saw you that. You need your glasses on I this do. morning. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, was in the courtyard below. One of the servant girls who worked for the high priest came by and noticed Peter warming himself at the fire. She looked at him closely and said, You were one of those with Jesus of Nazareth. But Peter denied it. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. And he went out into the entryway. Just then, a rooster crowed. When the servant girl saw him standing there, she began telling others, This man is definitely one of them, but Peter denied it again. A little later, some of the other bystanders confronted Peter and said, You must be one of them, because you're a Galilean. Peter swore, A curse on me if I'm lying. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, so there we go. Yeah. Um as Jesus predicted. As Jesus predicted. Uh, yeah. Peter went right through and 
denied that he he knew Christ three Mm. times. Three times. We've got a listener question before we go to a break. Um, So before we go to our break this morning, what does... What does Easter mean to you? Um, we had a little chat about what it was to us, Jason and I, but um, what does it mean to you? Text us in this morning on 0488880891 or just text us in from where you're listening from. We would love to hear from you. This next song is Because He Lives by Anna Beden. <laughs> sent his son they called him Jesus he came to love heal and forgive he lived and died to buy my pardon an empty grave is there to prove my saviour lives because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds a future.
Listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM, and we have another Connecting the Dots episode. You're speaking with Jason Cook and myself on the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ. Before the break, we had a listener question for you, which was, What does Easter mean to you? Text us in this morning on 0488880891. We would love to hear from you. It sounded like Anna was uh, very happy about that message because he lives, you know. And yeah. that's, that is certainly <laughs> something to celebrate, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I thought she was just laughing at the person playing guitar. <laughs> well, either that or she's happy. <laughs> yeah, either way, she's happy. We love Anna Vita and her songs are awesome. <laughs> so uh, we've just been talking about how Christ was first taken to the high priests mm. and uh, now he's taken to the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, and... Uh, this uh, had to be the way that things operated. the 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 way the Roman law worked is mm. that the the Jews first of all had to uh, do their own thing, and then they had to take it through the Roman uh, mm. system for discipline or punishment. So, uh, so let's keep reading. We're reading now from Matthew twenty seven. We've jumped back to Matthew now, and we're reading from verse eleven. And it says, "Now Jesus was standing before Pilate, the Roman governor." Are you the king of the Jews? The governor asked him. Jesus replied, You have said it. But when the leading priests and the elders made their accusations against him, Jesus remained silent. Don't you hear all these charges they are bringing against you? Pilate demanded. But Jesus made no response to any of the charges, much to the governor's surprise. Now it was the governor's custom each year during the Passover celebration to release one prisoner to the crowd, anyone they wanted. This year there was a notorious prisoner, a man named Barabbas. As the crowds gathered before Pilate's house that morning, he asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Messiah? He knew very well that the religious leaders had arrested Jesus out of envy. Just then, as Pilate was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent him this message, Leave that innocent man alone. I suffered through a terrible nightmare about him last night. Meanwhile, the leading priests and elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas to be released and for Jesus to be put to death. So the governor asked again, Which of these two do you want me to release? And the crowd shouted back, Barabbas! Just uh, pausing for a moment there. Mm. Here is Barabbas. He was a murderer. He was a, a, a troublemaker. And here was Jesus who had done nothing wrong. Yeah. And not only had he done nothing wrong, he had healed people. Um, you know, it's amazing how much hatred they had towards Jesus when he was... Uh, he wasn't a criminal. No. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they wanted this criminal and this murderer to be released. It's yeah. just amazing. Let's keep reading. Verse 22. Pilate responded, 
Then what should I do with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? They shouted back, Crucify him! Why? Pilate demanded. What crime has he committed? But the mob roared even louder, Crucify him! Pilate saw that he wasn't getting anywhere and that a riot was developing. So he sent for a bowl of water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. The responsibility is yours. And all the people yelled back, We will take responsibility for his death, we and our children. Mm. So Pilate released Barabbas to them. He ordered Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip, then turned him over to the Roman soldiers to be crucified. Some of the governor's soldiers took Jesus into their headquarters and called out the entire regiment. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They wove thorn branches into a crown and put it on his head. And they placed a reed stick in his right hand as a scepter. Then they knelt before him in mockery and taunted, Hail the King of the Jews! And they spit on him and grabbed the stick and struck him on the head with it. When they were finally tired of mocking him, mocking him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him again. Then they led him away to be crucified. Oh, tough That's stuff. Uh, pretty horrible, isn't it? Mm. The way Jesus was treated. And uh, this, I guess this concept that, you know, he was the king of the Jews and, you know, these Roman soldiers were, were completely mocking him because here he was mm. now in a very vulnerable uh, situation and... They treated him terribly. Mm. Um, We're now going to uh, go on and read about the crucifixion, Mm -hmm. which uh, starts in verse 32. Yeah. Along the way, they came across a man named Simon, who was from Cyrene. And the soldiers forced him to carry Jesus's cross. And they went out to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. The soldiers gave Jesus wine mixed with bitter gall, and when he had tasted it, he refused to drink it. Um, along, oh, sorry. After they had nailed him to the cross, the soldiers gambled for his clothing by throwing dice. So there's another prophecy that yes. uh, was actually written by uh, David in Psalms 22.18. It says, uh, they divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. Mm. It's incredible, isn't it, that many, many years, like a thousand plus years earlier, that uh, that verse so accurately described what happened here. Mm. Continuing on 36. Then they sat around and kept guard as he hung there. A sign was fastened above Jesus' head, announcing the charge against him. It read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two revolutionaries were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. The people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Look at you now, they yelled at him. You said you were going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Well then, if you are the son of God, save yourself and come down from the cross. The leading priests, the teachers of religious law and the elders, And the elders also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed, but he can't save himself. So he is the king of Israel, isn't he? Let him come down from the cross right now, and we will believe in him. He trusted God, so let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. Even the revolutionaries who were crucified with him ridiculed him in the same way. Mm. Mm. It's uh, interesting, isn't it, that uh, 
you know, Jesus could have called upon God to bring him down off the cross, but he didn't because mm. he knew that it was God's will. Um, we're just going to jump over to Luke, and uh, I'll read a couple of verses out of there. This is relating to the criminals. Mm. Um, Luke chapter, what are we on, 23? 23. Luke 23, 23 verse 32 says, Two others, both criminals, were led out to be executed with him. Um, and uh, when they came to the place of the skull, called the skull, they nailed him to the cross, and the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing the dice. That's mm. mentioned again in this gospel. Uh, jumping down to verse 39, one of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove mm. it by saving yourself, and us too, while you're at it. <laughs> but the other criminal protested, Don't you fear God, mm. even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man has done nothing wrong. Mm. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure, I assure you today, you will be with me in paradise. Mm. And uh, I think that's just an amazing story, isn't it? Mm. How there were two people in the same situation. They were both murderers. They were both criminals. And both hanging next to Christ on the crosses. Mm. And one mocked and scoffed and the other one recognized who Christ was and uh, accepted who he was, really. Mm. And Christ recognized that out of his faith. You know, he couldn't do anything to make amends for mm. his past. He, he couldn't do anything to live better in the future. He was hanging on a cross and he was going to die. Mm. And yet Christ said that he would be saved and he would uh, be with him in paradise. So that's, mm. a, that's a beautiful story of grace that we have out of this gospel. Absolutely. And also one thing, um, I spoke to David Maxwell yesterday that we were going to be doing this. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, he had actually mentioned in one of his programs last week, it was called God, the Universe and Everything Part 2. And he pointed out how um, the validity of this story was between actually the four Gospels and the differences between what was written on the signs because each of them spoke different languages, which was why they wrote it out differently. So um, we did mention they that. Did write, they did write uh, in three languages, yeah. the, the label, the king of the Jews or whatever it was. So, of yeah. course, when they read it, it would have been, been different. different and mm. different interpretations for each person. Yeah. And I just wanted to do a shout-out to you, David, because um, I know you told me to mention that, and I was finding a good opportunity to do it. <laughs> there you go. Um, we're going to another break now. Just a reminder of our listener question this morning, what does Easter mean? to you. We look forward to hearing from you. So text in on 0488880891. Also, we have our free book offer later in the program. He is Risen, the, the true story of Easter that will change your life forever, written by Ellen G. White. Be sure to stick around for that. But right now, this is Risen by Jehovah Shalom Acapella. La, 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 la.
when the third day came and darkness turned to light for Mary heard her name and saw the living Christ risen to set the captives free Made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, and today it is Jason Cook and myself, and we're going over the crucifixion of and the resurrection of Christ for our Connecting the Dots program. Before the break, I did remind you of our listener question. What does Easter mean to you? Be sure to text us in this morning on 0488880891, just like Margie did. Good morning, Margie. Um, she has texted us in this morning and she says, Morning, Jason and Carmelina. Good morning. It's so nice to hear a live program on the day of a holiday, especially this one. It still amazes me how much our Lord sacrificed for us mere mortals. 
He died for us, and he lives for us. Very apt, the song of Anna Beden,、um, which was bef- because he lives, which we played earlier in the program. Thank you for texting in, Margit.、Mm. Um, we don't have much time to dwell on this text. We have a lot to go through, but we're so happy that you messaged us today. Yeah, thank you, Margit.、Mm. Um, so we've just been finishing off、uh, the last section with the thief on the cross who、mm. Jesus has assured. Will be in heaven with him. So, and now we're going to read on、mm-hmm. as、uh, Jesus died in Matthew twenty-seven from verse forty-five to fifty-six. At noon, at noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, "Eli, Eli, lema shabbatani," which means, "My God, My God, why have you abandoned me?" Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so he could drink. But the rest said, "Wait, let's see whether Elijah comes to save him." Then Jesus shouted again, and he released his spirit. At the moment, at that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, rocks split apart, and tombs opened. The bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead. They left the cemetery after Jesus' resurrection, went into the holy city of Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. The Roman officer. The one the, and the other soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake, and all that had happened. They said, "This man truly was the Son of God." And many women who had come from Galilee with Jesus to care for him were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Now、uh, there's another prophecy that's fulfilled, and this is described in John 19 when Jesus died, and we're going to read that from verse 33 through to 37. Can you read that, Carmelina? Sure thing. But when they came to Jesus, they saw that he was already dead, so they didn't break his legs. Oh, okay. One of the soldiers, however, pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water flowed out. This report is from an eyewitness giving an accurate account. He speaks the truth so that you also may continue to believe. These things happened in fulfillment of the scriptures that say, "Not one of his bones will be broken," and they will look at the one they pierced. And of course, in、uh, Isaiah fifty-three, it talks about the fact that he was p- pierced、mm. for our transgressions. Yeah. We're going to go now on to the burial of Jesus. As evening, this is、uh, back in Matthew, verse fifty-seven.、Um, mm. Matthew twenty-seven, verse fifty-seven. Matthew twenty-three, is it or twenty-seven? Matthew twenty-seven. Ma- Matthew twenty-seven.、Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's a lot as, of verses. <laughs> as evening approached, Joseph, a rich man from Arimathea who had become a follower of Jesus, went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. And Pilate issued an order to release it to him. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a long sheet of clean linen cloth. He placed it in his own new tomb, which had been carved out of the rock.、Mm. Then he rolled a great stone across the entrance and left. 
both Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting across from the tomb watching. Now, it's really interesting mm. if you read all of the accounts of the Gospels, you find out that this Joseph of Arimathea, mm. he was a rich man, but he was also a member of the Jewish High Council. Mm. So he was one of the religious leaders. Oh. Um, and in one of the other Gospels, it says that he was a secret disciple of Jesus. Oh. And we had a couple of those that we know Nicodemus, you know, had to come and see Jesus at nighttime mm -hmm. uh, as well. So... Um, Jesus had his followers even amongst the Jewish High Council, which is really nice to see that not all of them uh, were bad people. <laughs> not all yeah. of them um, failed to, to recognize. Yeah, yeah, not all of them failed to recognize who he was. So mm. this was uh, the tomb that Jesus was ultimately buried in on the Friday evening. Mm. Um, now we're going to read Matthew twenty-seven, yep. uh, verse sixty-two to sixty-six. Yes, the next day. On the Sabbath, the leading priests and Pharisees went to see Pilate. They told him, Sir, we remember what, they, what that deceiver once said while he was still alive. After three days, I will rise from the dead. So we request that you seal the tomb until the third day. This will prevent his disciples from coming and stealing his body and then telling everyone he was raised from the dead. If that happens, we'll be worse off than we were at first. Pilate replied, Take guards and secure it as best you can. So they sealed the tomb and posted guards to protect it. Now, of course, uh, this was on the Sabbath, it says. So yes. the guards were placed there on the Sabbath. And uh, there was a, the uh, earlier... Uh, prediction or prophecy mm. of Jesus that said he would be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. And there is an explanation for that because some people say, well, there weren't three nights. The first day was actually the day he was crucified, which um, was the Friday. Mm. But that ultimately started on the Thursday night in the Jewish system. The day started in the evening and ended in the sunset the next evening. So he was crucified on one day. Mm. He was in the tomb for one day and he rose on the third day. Now, um, let's read, um, we're going to go on now and read from Matthew 28 about mm. the actual resurrection. So early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Mm. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone and sat on it. Mm. His face shone like lightning and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. Mm. Then the angel spoke to the woman, Don't be afraid, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Mm. Come, see where his body was lying. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. Mm. The women ran quickly from the tomb, and they were frightened, but also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. As they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him, grasped his feet, and worshipped him. Mm. Then Jesus said to them, Don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. Mm. And then we go on in the same uh, gospel, just uh, a few verses more about the guard who uh, had seen the angels and had fainted dead. So, you know, <laughs> what that actually means that they they 
appeared dead, but they just fainted on the ground. Mm. Uh, what happened to the guards? Let's read that, Carmelina, from verse 11 in Matthew 28. Yeah. So as the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and told the leading priests what had happened. A meeting with the elders was called, and they decided to give the soldiers a large bribe. They told the soldiers, you must say, Jesus' Jesus' disciples came during the night while we were sleeping, and they stole his body. If the governor hears about it, we'll stand up for you so you won't get in trouble. So the guards accepted the bribe and said what they were told to say. Their stories, their stories spread wide among the Jews, and they still tell it today. Wow! So there was some lies from the beginning of the resurrection, mm. you know, and many people also still claim that Christ never was resurrected. It's yeah. hard to deny that because there's uh, other historical writers who wrote about the crucifixion of Jesus. So there's mm. good evidence for the crucifixion. Yeah. Um, many people witnessed Christ uh, after the resurrection. But isn't it interesting that the lies about his resurrection began <laughs> with the guards who yes. saw it with their eyes? Yeah, mm. well, they're t- very keen on keeping this, um, <laughs> keeping their jobs, I <laughs> yeah, guess, in their well, secret. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, it's time to go over our book offer for today. He is Risen, the true story of Easter that will change your life forever, written by Ellen G. White. Each year, nearly all the Christians in the Christian world joins in celebrating Easter, marking the day Jesus rose from the tomb three days after his death by crucifixion. Apostle Paul reminds us that had Jesus not come forth from his tomb, would we would not have the hope. We would have no hope. No hope for anything beyond the wretchedness of life on planet Earth. But Jesus did break free from his prison, so we too have the confidence of someday doing the same. Be sure to stick around for the code after the break, but right now this song is In Him I Live by Johnson Ferry Worship. darkness lies in way a captor seething filled with hay I know not when his voice will sing the lies that draw me from my king I have not strength to turn and flee but Christ the Son fills me with his peace and rest and trades my shame for righteousness Times I listen to the words 
Encounters on Faith FM, and we are finishing up our program with Jason and myself. And today we're talking about the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ. As promised, we have our giveaway for this morning. We have about 20 copies to give away, so get on in. And it is called He, he is Risen, the true story of Easter that will change your life forever, written by Ellen G. White. To claim this book this morning, text in the code RISEN41, R-I-S-E-N, and the numbers 41, no spaces. Text that in to 0488-880-891. That is RISEN41, um, R-I-S-E-N, and the numbers 4 and 1, no spaces. Text that in to 488 double eight zero eight nine one and um you'll get your free copy heading your way and before we quickly go back into what we are talking about christopher thank you for texting in he has um answered the question this morning which was what does easter mean to you and he says outside of jesus for me family time is very important of course not only for easter however easter time is a nice reason for family to come over and it's a very good time to spend time together. And I completely agree, Christopher. That's what I do with my family a lot. And it's always great to spend time with family. All right, Jason. We've well, got a bit of reading to get through. Um, <laughs> now, this is the same day that uh, Jesus had resurrected. And yes. it says in, um, we're now in Luke 24, verse 13. That same day, two of Jesus' followers were walking to the village of Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things, Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them, but God kept them from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing so intently as you walk along? They stopped short, sadness written across their faces. Then one of them, Cleopas, replied, You must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all the things that have happened there the last few days. 
What things? Jesus asked. The things that happened to Jesus, the man from Nazareth, they said. He was a prophet who did powerful miracles, and he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the peoples. But our leading priests and other religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death, and they crucified him. We had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. This all happened three days ago. Then some women from our group of his followers were at his tomb early this morning and they came back with an amazing report. They said that his body was missing and that they had seen angels who told them Jesus is alive. Some of our men ran out to see and sure enough his body was gone just as the women had said. Then Jesus said to them, You foolish people, you find it so hard to believe all that the prophets wrote in the scriptures. Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets, explaining from all the scriptures the things concerning himself. By this time they were nearing Emmaus and the end of their journey. Jesus acted as if he were going on, but they begged him, Stay the night with us, since it is getting late. So he went home with them. As they sat down to eat, he looked. He took the bread and blessed it. Then he broke it and gave it to them. Suddenly their eyes were opened and they recognized him. And at that moment he disappeared. They said to each other, Didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? And within the hour they were on their way back to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven disciples and the others who had gathered with them, who said, The Lord has really risen. He appeared to Peter. Mm. And then we'll keep going. Yes. And then the two from Emmaus, Emmaus. Emmaus, thank you, told their story of how Jesus had appeared to them as they were walking along the road and how they had recognized him as he was breaking the bread. And just as they were telling about it, Jesus himself was suddenly standing among them. Peace be with you, he said. But the whole group was startled and frightened, thinking they were seeing a ghost. Why are you frightened, he asked. Why are your hearts filled with doubt? Look at my hands. Look at my feet. You can see it, that it is really me. Touch me and see that, and make sure that I am not a ghost, because ghosts don't have bodies, as you see that I do. They, as he spoke, he showed them his hands and his feet. Still they stood there in disbelief, filled with joy and wonder. Then he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, of broiled, broiled fish, sorry, and he ate as they watched. Then he said, When I was with you before, I told you that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and in the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said, yes, it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. It was also written that this message would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations, beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sins for all who repent. You are witnesses of these things. And now I will send the Holy Spirit, just as my father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. Mm. And then we'll just go on and read the ascension uh, from the Gospel of Mark in Mm. Mark 16, verse 19 and 20. It says, When the Lord had finished talking with them, he was taken up he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand and the disciples went everywhere and preached and the lord worked through them confirming what they said by many mm. miraculous signs mm. 
But what does all this really mean? And I'd love to bring it back to a passage, uh, Romans 5, verse 6 to 11, if you could read that for us, because I think this helps to explain what was the, the cross all about. Absolutely. When we were uttering, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person. Would not, sorry, sorry, yeah. And though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Mm, Isn't that beautiful? Mm. That uh, the ultimate purpose was to reconcile us with God. Yes. we don't have time to read Isaiah 53, but I yes. would encourage you to go and read if you've got it's a Bible at home. Go yes. and read it now. It's beautiful. It mm. foretells the coming of Christ and it tells what he did for us. So do go and read Isaiah mm. 53. Absolutely. That brings us to the end of our program today. Hope you guys having a great good Friday and happy Easter to anyone who celebrates it. Thank you for joining us this morning. Um, join us next week for Connecting the Dots. We have Tamika Spaulding back in the studio via Zoom. Um, and her topic will be the joy of Sabbath, which it is a joy, absolutely. Also on Monday, it will be Jason Cook and Afi Tuoi, and they will be continuing their journey through Ephesians. I believe they'll going, be going through Ephesians chapter 2. That's it. Um, for anyone else who would like to claim a book this morning, the code is RISEN41, R-I-S-E-N, and the number's 4N1. Checks that in to 0488880891. Have a great day, everyone. And thank you, Jason, as well. This is Man of Sowers, Sorrows by Abby Eaton. Man of Sowers.